Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. Welcome to A Flavor Odyssey. <laughs> yes. I'm your host, Randy Griggs. I am joined this evening by the man himself, our. What did you do to me here, Jordan? Uh, our, our, our sensei, our yes. master, our, our, our everything. Overlord. Eric. Thank you for doing the show with me tonight. So happy to have you here. I am the all-knowing, all-seeing Oz. Ooh, I like that. I like that. We're going to have to get you a curtain. I, I plan to destroy tonight to make it my own. Now, it's going to be fun, man. We're going we're, we're gonna, to... You know what this turned out to be? And we're going to get into these pairings in a minute, Randy. But it's, turn, it's turning out to be Padrone versus Fuente. What? Ooh. That, that, that's, versus... That's a, that, that's a, a, a title bout right there. It's that's a, like a heavyweight title bout. It is. It's a heavyweight title bout. This is going to be super oh. interesting. You know what? I hadn't really uh, thought of the narrative that way, but I saw what Jordan just, just threw on the screen there. You could even argue that Davidoff is in the mix. Oh. So this is like a, a three-way oh. uh, heavyweight title. Menage a fight. <laughs> oh boy. Well, welcome to Flavor Odyssey. So glad you guys can make it here. Do us a favor, hit uh, like, hit yes. share. If you're watching later, hit subscribe to Dojo content that you can get notifications on YouTube every time uh, uh, any of the shows here on Dojo Post, including our trade show coverage. Yes. Um, that'll be coming up in February. We just booked nope. another January. Uh, another January. Trip. January. January. That's January. what I said. <laughs> By the way, uh, news, a little bit of news, Randy, on that. This year's uh, Tobacco Plus Expo Cigar Dojo coverage brought to you by Drew Estate. Oh, nice. Coming in again. That worked out really well, having the the coverage um, sponsored last year. Obviously, it was able to, it created uh, an opportunity for us to do some other things. We used some a different platform. We were able to live stream on YouTube for the first time. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty exciting. Uh, super pumped to keep that going. Obviously, as a, the show sponsor for uh, Flavor Odyssey, always grateful for uh, Drew Estate's support of everything that we do here on the dojo. Now, uh, but as you pointed out, yeah. go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just going to, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I thought you were finishing. But Randy said to hit like and share and all of that stuff. And if you're listening on podcasts to, you know, give us a rating. That really helps. Share with your buddies. Let everybody know. But also, we'd appreciate it greatly if you'd walk over to your window and open it up and just scream out in a flavor odyssey. Like, just just scream it out the window as loud as you can so that your neighbors know what's going on. They might want to, they might not be aware that it's happening. So, Randy. That is a, that is a new guerrilla form of advertising that I hadn't even thought of. Guerrilla tactics, baby. <laughs> I love it. You you heard them, folks. Uh, get to the window. Yell Flavor Odyssey outside and let them know that tonight is a, a very cool night. We're super excited. Obviously, I'm feeling festive. It's yes, uh, just before the holidays. And um, and this is a uh, a pairing night that I'm super excited about. Obviously, it's a it's a favorite here at Cigar Dojo. I, do, I would imagine it's favorite for a lot of our audience members. We will be drinking an old-fashioned tonight. Uh, again, this is episode three of our pre-mixed segment. Uh, so what we're going to be drinking tonight is actually, did I really not bring it? Please tell me, Jordan, that you have a bottle of Barsmith uh, near Matt, the camera. Do yes. You have, yeah, yeah, we got it. It's, so sorry about uh, the sight. We'll get, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll yeah, get yeah, it. I, we I got plan it. to have that here. So, uh, so we are doing pre-mixes um, for this segment. This is episode three of four. Uh, we've already covered, uh, uh, last week we did the margarita from yep. Kirkland. Uh, the week before that, we started out with the cut water Mai Tai. Uh Interesting uh, concepts so far. We've um, had some good results. Not necessarily all the pairings were uh, were thumbs ups, but um, but we've had good results. You know, checking out these ready to drink cocktails. Uh, so tonight's a little bit different. I, I do want to talk about how 
how it's different, why it's different, why this is a very tough cocktail to have ready to make the, uh, in a single bottle. Ah. But we're, what we're going to be drinking is the Bar Smith Old Fashioned Mix. So, again, this does not have the alcohol in it. This has everything but the bourbon. Um, and so we'll, we'll get into uh, a little bit more about that, a little bit about how uh, old fashions are made and how uh, ready-to-drink cocktails uh, attack the whiskey-based cocktail drinks. Um, but I myself uh, have my Barsmith um, uh, Old Fashioned right here. I am going to be pairing tonight with the Arturo Fuente Extra Viejo Añejo. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite uh, cigar stories uh, is the backstory for this one. So we'll get into that a little bit. What are you pairing with tonight, boys? All right. So uh, I am going for the knockout blow tonight because I... I contend that this is one of the best cigars that you can get your hands on and smoke. It is the Padron 1926 Natural Number no. Nine. A lot of people go. A lot of people would say, "Oh, Maduro, Maduro, Maduro." But, folks, I I I contend uh, to you to challenge you <laughs> to say that the Natural is better. Now, the, it's kind of. It's kind of a toss-up in a way because this is really just color sorting on this. It's it's not a different whoa whoa, whoa. yeah it's not a different <laughs> wrapper or anything. Um, it's just color sorted. It's a lighter version, so you might say, "Well, then, Sensei, why? How could it possibly be better?" Well, it's just a little bit better. I'm not saying it, the other one sucks. I'm saying that to me, this one retains because it hasn't been processed as much. This wrapper hasn't been processed as much. Um, it retains a little bit more complexity over the Maduro, in my opinion. Uh, but anyways, I think this will go very well. Now, Randy, one of the things that, we've, that we we're doing in this segment that some of you guys might notice uh, with these pre-mixed cocktails, or in this case, it's a, it's a, a mixer, uh, however you want to say that, we've picked ones that we think are good. Like all of these, we, we haven't been taking chances on the... the right. The, the drinks so much we're taking a little bit more chances with the cigars themselves but the uh, the cutwater mai tai that that one gets a full recommendation if you're if you if it's summer and it's hot and you've got a cup of ice that cutwater mai tai is fantastic the kirkland margarita is it the best margarita you've ever drank of course not but for a pre-mixed margarita it's extremely good and now here we are with this bar smith um, old fashioned. This is something that I actually found in Florida uh, when we were traveling, and Jordan inst I, I instantly poo pooed yeah, me. Yeah, I said, "Are you insane?" He said, "You don't make an old fashioned ever, unless it's from scratch." And then I tried it, and I was like, "Okay, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good." Yeah. So this is. A, it's funny because I don't know that I remembered that part of the story since uh, Jordan is kind of the uh, the team uh, old fashioned maker. And so I kind of actually attributed it to Jordan. So it's funny to hear that, that his first uh, reaction was actually negative towards it. But, uh, but, but as you were saying, Eric, you know, every Cigar Dojo trip that we do, um, you'll find a bottle of bourbon and a bottle of Barsmith uh, at our Airbnb, at our hotel, <laughs> where, wherever right. we are. And uh, it, it, again, you know, we talked about this a little bit, you know, uh, pertaining to, to uh, the margaritas last week. You know, to have the Luxardos on hand, to have the oranges on hand, to have the bitters on hand can be a little bit, I don't know, cost and logistics prohibitive when you're just on a short trip. And, you know, whatever you don't finish, you're pretty much leaving for the next guest at the Airbnb. So uh, uh, so this works out really well. You know, we don't have to do a, a whole, you, we don't need to walk out with a whole basket of groceries. We get to grab, you know, two bottles from uh, from Total Wine if there's one, uh, you know, nearby. And, and we feel pretty good to go uh, for the week uh, that we'll have our old fashions handy and ready. So as, as, as you pointed out, Eric, we, we all um, co-sign this one. We all uh, recommend that this is a pretty darn good um, mix if you don't have everything handy for a scratch-made old-fashioned. That being said, I wanted to talk a little bit about how they differentiate. And so I came uh, to the party with two old fashions tonight. I did make a scratch made old fashioned. Mm, uh, interesting. Look at that, that color came, difference there. Yeah. Look at the color difference. And, 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 you know, the Barsmith mixer does say it has caramel coloring in it. And you can definitely see that right off the bat. The other thing that I noticed right away is the volume. 
Um, you know, when, when you're making the scratch made, I, I use liquor.com's old fashioned recipe um, using a teaspoon of water, half a teaspoon of sugar, uh, and three dashes of Angostura bitters. Um, and when you mix that up, I mean, you literally end up having, you know, just a, uh, one and a half teaspoons of liquid versus for the three ounces of bourbon I put in here, I had a full ounce and a half of the mix. Uh, um, so it will be interesting to see if the bourbon is significantly more predominantly, uh, you, you know, uh, running the show in the scratch made versus the, um, the pre-mix. But we'll get into that as we go. Now, Jordan. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I saw you're smoking a cigar. Is it just for looks, or are, are you actually going to be able to uh, well, <laughs> to engage in the conversation? Tonight? I would say I'm about 50% taste at this point. Um, okay. I was talking to the guys about this earlier. It's it's sort of weird. Like I I feel like when I'm eating or I'm smoking or anything, I I can taste, and then when I'm like, okay, but what do I taste? And I like try to like focus in on the actual flavor. It's like nothing. <laughs> but but if I'm not like thinking about it, you know, like oh sure I could taste. Um, so anyways, I'm I've chose the Camacho American Barrel Aged. Uh, this is you know got tobacco Asian uh, bourbon barrels, uh, and this one is actually a special one, gift from my old buddy Abe Debabna. Uh, it's a Penny May edition, uh, our newborn that we had in no- early November. Oh how nice! And that was classy of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a, a nice nice touch. So, a little celebratory cigar here. Very nice. Well, on that note, one more congratulations on the cheers birth edition. Cheers to, cheers to Penny. Penny Mays and my... Oh, sorry. Um, now, Randy... Uh, you're done here, Jordan. You can go ahead and make yourself <laughs> <laughs> Randy, uh, I think it's, it's pretty well known that an old-fashioned is... It's a slam-dunk pairing with a the cigar. There's very few... There's very few pairings where you can just say, okay, it's, it's always going to be good. So but what we're looking for tonight is extra good because, I mean, an old-fashioned, uh, even a pre-mixed uh, version like this is, it's, it's all, it always pairs well. The bourbon, um, bourbon just in general is, is a great cigar pairing. And, you know, we've, tooken, we've taken some chances, obviously, through the years on Flavor Odyssey with pairings. This one isn't so so big of a chance because because of the flavors you've got the sweetness of the bourbon and you've also have the it's essentially like a simple this is essentially a simple syrup this mix is essentially a simple syrup it has honey in it it has you know some some sugar in it caramel uh, has some citrus flavors that they add I, I'm sure that's supposed to represent the bitters um, we did add our own bitters. We did add a little, a couple of splashes of bitters. That's an easy thing to do to uh, up up the drink a bit. But so my point on all this is, is the cigars that we're pairing tonight. We both picked really, really high end cigars because we're not looking for. We already kind of know, don't we, Randy, that this is going to be a good pairing. But we want to sure. find out is how good can we push this pairing? How can we really like take it to another level with two really great cigars? And you have a great cigar. I have a great cigar. Jordan has a great cigar. So we'll find out you know, just how far we can push this particular pairing. Now, I'm going to get the, uh, the votes going on the pairings. But before that, I threw up a little bonus vote, and it was... Randy sweater, thumbs up or thumbs down, and we are looking at an eighty percent thumbs up. Wow, nice. I think that's nice. fair. All right. Well, 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 well. Thank you. Here, if I can get the screen real quick, oh, I'll yeah, show it yeah. off. This is actually uh, from a, a local brewery that um, I'm I'm friends with called Faction Brewery. You can see they've got some little uh, Belgian beer glasses here. You've got uh, hops with the reindeer here. Um, and then their their logo is actually like the emoji fist. So you see, you, I got oh. the emoji fists oh, here. Oh, I didn't notice that. You, you do yeah, you yeah. do look uh, inc- amazingly like a Freddy Krueger tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's written like stripes. This is way more vibrant. If you had just come in with a sweater, we would have been like, oh, the, that's, that's nice. With touch. the hat, it's <laughs> it's clearly it's clearly Freddy Krueger. Hey, we got a great studio audience tonight, Jordan. Let's we talk do. about our studio audience. Look at this, folks. Quinn is back in the house tonight. Quinn uh, visiting from uh, Louisiana. Took time. Looked, took time to come hang out back. You know, for for what, like two, three years? 
he was a he was he was a regular. Like he his his butt cheeks own that particular chair, and we've just you left it for him this entire time. But he's back, Quinn. We we are glad to have you back, my friend. So it's no microphone, a, but yes, it's a huge night on Flavor Odyssey to have Quinn back in the house. Anyways, well, since, since they got no love, I'd like to send a, a shout out to to Matt and Scott Brayband as well. Good to yeah. see you, get, fellas, as well. I know you feel like chopped liver liver well, yeah. over there. They are, <laughs> and they so, and they are. I think tonight. an argument could be made that, that Quinn got a job in the cigar industry just sitting right there. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. That's how powerful the dojo is. I don't know if everyone out there watching <laughs> understands the power of the dojo. Like it's not just the show hosts that end up going and working in the industry. All you gotta do is kind of just hang out in the in the studio. You wind up working in the industry. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow Speaking um, of that, just real quick, um yeah. Scotty Braband, look forward to his soon review of the Underground Ten. I wonder how that's gonna go down, Jordan. Ooh. Ooh. That that's going to be Scotty. an in, that's going to be an interesting now, one. Now, is that going to be the uh, the mainstay production, or is that going to be the factory floor model? Oh, we went factory we floor, baby. Factory floor, Ooh. baby. Yeah. Okay. So it's okay. you know so, I so think he might mention that it comes with the um, the little puritos of every of the tobaccos that make up the blend. He might be mentioning that in say, there. He also did say, smoke are we the tour. Little segments on the puritos. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Oh yeah. We're. Hey, oh. we we don't check around on Cigar Dojo. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a it's a big task. That's a big project for his first uh, uh, review. I'm it's not say. his first. It's not his first. Oh, it's, it's not. His, okay. No, no, no. Part, he's part. he's been cranking him out like a like a like a machine. That guy, kind of like me. Yes, mm. exactly <laughs> like you. Exactly <laughs> like you. All right, hey Randy. So, um, real quick, just to summarize, in case you're first joining the show tonight, we got a really yes. good audience tonight. Flavor Odyssey. It's uh, before we get into our pairings. What do we do here? What is the goal <laughs> of Flavor Odyssey? There's been pairing shows, uh, cigar pairing shows in the past. In fact, our good buddy Robbie, who couldn't be here tonight, he's the normal host of this show. He's on he's on location somewhere else. We can't say where he's at. It's a secret. But he's been doing this pairing stuff for for many many years. So he's one of the pioneers in this. But in in Flavor Odyssey, we're not. We're not claiming that every week, you know, we come up with the best pairings. In fact, you know, sometimes, Randy, the important part is some of the failures that we have because what we're really trying to do throughout these years, and if you want to follow Flavor Odyssey and subscribe to the show, is find out why certain things pair well and why certain things don't pair well, right? Absolutely. You know, it's it's... It's about finding, figuring out the why. It's about become, becoming more comfortable with which flavors you should be looking for to find a good pairing. If you've already uh, established what cigar you're going to drink, what drink you're going to – I'm sorry, cigar you're going to smoke or drink you're going to drink, how to, how to go into your humidor and find something that you think is going to work well. It's also about developing vo vocabulary. I always say that's one of the biggest things in pairing. Like Most people have a fairly decent grasp on – um, on what they like and what they don't like, what most people struggle with is trying to put words to it to explain it or describe it to somebody else. Mm. Um, so you know the vocabulary that that we uh, that we throw around. You know sometimes it might just sound like Randy's trying to uh, show everybody that uh, that I can that I can read. Um, but the idea. Randy's <laughs> read. <laughs> but, but the uh, but 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 uh, you know a lot of the goal is. To help people to like find those descriptors that give them an aha moment, as I like to say it, where, where it's just like where you're, you're trying, you're grasping for it's like, what exactly is that? And someone says cinnamon and you go, yes, that's it. It's my aha moment. It was just like that is what I perceive as cinnamon um, or whatever the, you know, the flavor might be. But but, uh, but yeah, no, I think that's a pretty good synopsis of what we try and do here on, on uh, Flavor OD here. Yeah, now now you've talked a lot in the past, and maybe you can kind of do a quick refresher for me since since I'm getting to co-host this with you tonight, which I'm excited about. So you have you have complementary pairings, you have uh, pairings, contrasting. contrasting pairings. Are there other ones, and uh, maybe describe those two. And are there other ones as well? Like, is that is that Analogous? it? Yeah, no. The 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 pillars of of pairing, uh, you know, it all starts with intensity. We talk about intensity every single week, um, and, and everyone knows the the sense of having one thing that you're one element of a pairing overrunning the other, or or muting the other, where one flavor can be so strong 
that it makes the lighter flavor even, you know, even lesser, you know, impactful. And so you really want to match intensities is the first thing that you always want to worry about and focus on with, um, with a pairing. Um, so obviously drinking, you know, bourbon and uh, in an old fashioned, it's a, it's a intense flavor. So, you know, going with something that's too light, you know, one of your grandfather's cigars is, as uh, you know, we throw around the term a lot, um, you know, an old Connecticut that doesn't have any, any um, a whole lot of flavor. It's much more lighter, uh, nuanced flavors could very easily be run over and you're not, not going to pick up any of those nuances when you're drinking something as strong as an old fashioned. Uh, so intensity to me is the most um, important thing in, in a pairing. And then a complimentary pairing is a, is a pairing. Um, we also talk about a flavor bridge. We can talk about that in a minute, but, but we'll real quick address complementary versus contrasting. Complementary is when two flavors work well together. You know, we talked last week with the margarita, salt and sour work really well together. Salt actually enhances sourness and, and gives it a little bit more prominent flavor where uh, a contrasting flavor is going to be like savory and sour where, where on, on paper that just sounds wrong. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to work well, but in, in the right intensity and with, you know, uh, the right pairing, they can really, uh, you know, enhance each other. And that's what a pairing always should do is enhance the other component you know, I, I regularly use the term greater than the sum of, of its parts is what I'm always looking for in a pairing. It's like this is a very good old fashioned. This is a very good cigar is smoking and drinking them together an even greater experience than either one of them individually would be. Um, I can't. Randy, just on that point before you move on. Yeah. On that exact point, I, I can't tell you how many times on Flavor Odyssey on this show on Wednesday night we've said okay, this is, this is a good drink, this is a good cigar, it's a good pairing, but neither one of it together doesn't necessarily make them any better. So like that, that is a tricky thing to do is to, mm-hmm. to get the two together to where you say, oh, wow, like this drink does, it, it is pulling out some of these cherry notes or orange or right. whatever it is. It's making the cigar better. It's making the drink better. That's that's the sort of the challenge and what you that's the holy grail of what we're trying to do, right? Exactly, exactly. No, and and when we do these, you know, again, not only do we want to create great aha experiences for our, for our audience and just great flavor experiences where you enjoy uh, your drinking and smoking time. You know, I, I, we've talked about it before that you know, you know, when the weather's bad, when you're when you're not at home, when you when it's uh, you know, there's so many reasons why we don't always get a chance to light up a cigar and smoke for two hours. Um, and so when, when we get that chance to experience a little bit of relaxation time, you know, your, your cigar time, we want you to have the best experience possible. You know, that's one of the reasons we, we don't want you to smoke alone, you know, get, get into the community, go on Dojo Verse and, you know, share that and have people comment and share their experiences with you. Um, it, it's all about the enjoyment factor. And now, so, uh, Randy, what, uh, out of the pairings, like one of my favorite types of pairings is, say like a mojito and a cigar now that one how do you describe that one because that that type of a pairing the reason i like it is because it's i guess people would say it's like a palate cleanser or whatever like Mm. it just it the citrus and the bubbles of the mojito and the sweetness one of they, they don't they don't like mix really at all, but that's what I like about them is that they don't really mix. One of them is so. Is that in? Does that fall within the contrasting flavor? Would you say? I, I was about to say yeah. I I would pin that as a contrasting characteristic. You've got that woodiness, you know, and anyone that watches the show knows that the the, the favorite around here is a Cameroon and a mojito very specifically. So you've got that that slight spiciness. You've got that woodiness. Uh, and you're mixing that with this big um, minty and fruity, uh, you know, um, and and citrusy notes. Um, so those those are very contrasting flavors. But it, but again, you know, when we use the term uh, palate cleanser, I typically feel like that's one of those ones where it's just not enhancing anything. I mm. would argue that a mojito is not a palate cleanser with the right cigar. It's, it is enhancing the experience with, with specific cigars. Now, with other cigars, maybe it's just a palate cleanser. But, but again, that wouldn't be 
my favorite pairing. My favorite pairing would be that the ones that do enhance it. And so, so they're contrasting flavors. You, you, you know, also, you know, again, salt and, and, and acid work really well together as contrasting, um, uh, you know, kind of notes. You don't think of them as being similar to each other, but like they just bounce off each other and just create this third flavor kind of in your, you know, on your palate. Guys, a, a little update. Oh, sorry. I thought you were done there. No, he's done. Go ahead. A um, little update. Apparently, all the all the viewers are smoking a reviver. Wow, a lot of revivers going <laughs> every, down tonight. Every single viewer is smoking a reviver. That seems I like a, that seems like a great pairing. They with saw Randy smoke it last week, and they said, oh, "I'm smoking that." So revive reviver with have, that graham crackery sweetness. Well, and the main head, you know, matchup here is Chad to Chad is going old school original reviver. Mm. Kevin's going new school reviver. And they both should be very similar. And that's it. Uh, so every single viewer. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, all right, Randy. Before we before we slip into any kind of commercial or whatever, I want to get your initial take of of your your pairing with your Bar Smith Old Fashioned. Maybe you can even con, uh, comment a little bit about the the real Old Fashioned as well. Yeah. So um, so first and foremost, uh, talking about the the two Old Fashions. Uh, you do have more sweetness from the Barsmith one. Like, like you said, it is a bit of a simple syrup. It, again, to my point, it's more volume. So a little bit more sweetness in that. It has a little bit like richer, more caramel characteristic, where um, the traditional uh, scratch-made old-fashioned definitely is, is more hinging on the bourbon flavor itself. The bitters are really coming through. Um, so I'm getting that nice botanical kind of herbaceous um, spiciness from from the the bitters, and then the the orange is also you know. And I did actually express and, and garnish with oranges in both of them, um, but it's much more noticeable in the scratch made mm. than it is. A, a, again, I think the sweetness is is kind of masking some of that citrusy um, note from from the garnish. Um, but again, a legitimate. Uh, a legitimate old-fashioned. I'm using, um, actually, I got a, a Secret Santa from a, a, our good friend, Just Rob, on Cigar Dojo. And uh, he sent me Michter's Bourbon, which I, I, I know I've said Ooh. on the show. I've, I, Michter's Rye is one of my go-to favorite whiskeys. I'd never had the Michter's Bourbon, so I was super excited to get that for Christmas. So that's what I'm using in both the cocktails here tonight. And then, um, again, smoking the Arturo Fuente Añejo, this is the uh, the Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, very very earthy. I'm getting the, like the the classic uh, earthy black pepper, you know, spice from from the uh, from the broadleaf, and uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about this bunch and and the total flavor of the cigar as we go. You you want to give a first blush on yours? Yeah. So you know, it's been a while. It's been a minute since I've had the Padron uh, 26 number nine natural, which I think is is literally one of the best cigars. Like I said in the early part of the show, that you can get beautiful. Con the construction on this, Look at that guys, ash, that burn, the the draw, the burn, the ev everything about it. That, so flavor wise, I'm getting this gorgeous cabinet spice. With and there's some salt in it, which I love. There's some salt. There's also this sort of sourdough uh, bread kind mm. of flavor, which I really like a lot. Like every, this is a complex cigar. Like there's yeah. no doubt about it. Now this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be a Nicaraguan puro Jordan. Uh, do we even do we want to comment on that? <laughs> so like this. Well you, well, you already just called it color sorting. So I mean, the cat's out of the bag. You, you believe <laughs> the, uh, the uh, well, no, the, that well, that could be a, that could apply to that a could Nicaraguan, that could apply to any kind of wrapper, but. I mean, sir. Uh, look, I'm just a I'm just a, a host of a show and a blog. I don't know, but like what people tend to think is this is this rapper is not Nicaraguan, and it's it's Mexican. That's sort of like the the thing that people say. Like I'm I don't think I'm saying anything out of turn here. Dirty I don't own secret. I don't own. I don't Patron. know why it's so dirty. It's it's. I mean, like I think that here's why it's so dirty is because for the longest time. Uh, San Andreas tobacco was thought as as maybe like a secondary, right. not mm -hmm. so good right. tobacco. Just like Randy is as a now person. nowadays. <laughs> let's <laughs> oh that was that was horrible. Could have just left it as a host. <laughs> Jeez. Um, 
Nowadays, if, was, I'm sorry. Rick. If if this cigar had came out now, like, would they care? Would they care about hiding that fact, no. guys? No, but this cigar came out in the no- early '90s, right? And, you know, they they had to do what they had to do. It, well, know. you know, I've I've actually looked into this quite a bit, um, and and it reminds me of something, as a matter mm. of fact. Oh, and. Uh, Cigar Dojo. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate Cigars. Drew Estate Cigars, the makers of Liga Pravada, Undercrown, Herrera Esteli, Factory Smokes, Acid, and more. Have you heard that Drew Estate is giving away a Bitcoin? Because you're almost out of time. You need to dial it in, folks. The digital currency that has reached the value of 68000 $68,000 is on the line, and your last chance to win this unbelievable prize is happening on January 20th. All you have to do is tune into Freestyle Live on Facebook at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, make a comment, and you could be $60,000 richer. Now, everybody knows who our favorite Drew Estate retailer here at Flavor Odyssey is, and that's Smoke In. The sponsor of all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Smoke In has just opened their new distribution center. They have built a state-of-the-art 8,000 square foot warehouse that is fully environmentally controlled and has all new inventory and fulfillment controls that will make one of the industry's fastest and most reliable retailers even more effective and more efficient. Additionally, they've expanded their selection and are carrying more brands than ever. Be sure to check out their website and place an order today at smokein.com. Very nice. Ooh. Very nice. I like the way I, I like that one. I like that one because you went from from the Great Smoke last week and you did a killer Great Smoke promo last week and then this week you went for the uh, you went for the new the the new uh, warehouse. And so nope. that was great. Well, I, I just like that this one was like concise, you know, like mm. I didn't fall asleep or anything. It was like, <laughs> whoa, you know, it, it was an explosion. And then. What would you rate that one, Jordan? Uh, well, I'll have to go uh, 9.1. Yeah, I, I, I think that was a, at least a 9. I'm going to go 9. I'm going to go 9.05. Now, it was in, Bill Powers comes in. You were, You hadn't even like barely said a word. You were like. And Bill was like, "I can tell it's a 10. Wow, he can <laughs> see that. That that just goes to show you what a great viewer that Bill Powers is. He, he knows he can tell in the first he's syllable. A single one of my reads. No, oh, he's 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 incredible. I mean, he that knows, guy he knows his, his stuff. So, um, Randy, well, uh, based on that uh, read that you did, uh, that uh-huh. the read has become sort of a famous part of the show. Sorry. How much how much time do you spend, you know, preparing? For that read, it's it's the writing portion takes <laughs> you know twenty to thirty minutes, but then I I I, I pre-record it. I do oh. it in the mirror. Oh. Uh, you <laughs> do it in the mirror. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. I want to see a TikTok of you doing it in the mirror, like pre pre practicing. <laughs> like that would be that would be incredible, right there. Well, well you know, so <laughs> but I gotta ask you, going back to the yeah. Padron, because it did yes. remind me of something. I have looked into this. Yes. Um, and, and and it's really interesting because to your point, when uh, when Mexican tobacco was referenced, you know, the, the probably the most famous Mexican brand is Teamo, which is not uh, of the highest uh, you, you know con- uh, regards in the premium uh, segment, and so. Um, you know, some of what I've read was actually the the term San Andreas, which is the the region, the valley in Mexico where most of the tobacco is grown. That was the the whole emphasis. It used to just be referred to as Mexican tobacco, and when they changed it to San Andreas tobacco, it kind of was a was a rebranding, mm. really, of of that uh, of that varietal, and and led to. Um, this whole new clean slate that, that <laughs> you may like, yeah, that sounds foreign. That sounds fancy. <laughs> yeah. oh, right, right. San Andreas, but, you said. Right, huh? exactly. But but it's interesting because and and it, and it and it's relevant for our show because psychology plays such a big role in flavor and what your preconceived notions are about uh, an ingredient or about a product, and that like if you already have a preconceived notion that 
Mexican tobacco is of a lower standard, a lower grade than Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican, and Cuban, obviously, um, then that might start playing a role in how, how you're perceiving the cigar as you smoke it. And you think, well, of course, I don't love it all the way because it's got that, that shitty t- Mexican tobacco, right? <laughs> <laughs> then they said, but San Andreas tobacco is of high quality, and now everybody's you know, fawning uh, over anything that they can get with it. So it, uh, I, I think that makes, you know, if, if that's how you remember it, I know you were around, you know, you know during that rebranding. Uh, there, there, he was around, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. In the 90s. Say that's an accurate so depiction of, like, yeah. how that went. Well, yeah, yeah, I feel like it was, yeah. you know, kind of like you get, like, a toy and you see it was, like, this was made in Mexico. You're like, hmm. Why though? Not China, huh? I'll accept America and China. That's that's it. Mexico. Why why do they go there to make this thing? Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I mean, obviously nowadays, um, saying that your cigar is, you know, wrapped in San Andreas, you know, Mexican tobacco, that's not a pejorative at all. Like people, people do that as a uh, a point of 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 pride, right? Like so. You know, things have changed dramatically since yeah. this but came around. Yeah, they can't go back, you know. I guess I guess that's right. the they, thing. They, they already yeah, said they, they it was... They know we were lying on this side. <laughs> <Yeah. All> right. <laughs> right. So it still is listed as a Nicaraguan Puro. And so, I mean, you, you know, I, I don't know really how you handle that. Do you just say, no, they're, they're, that's not true? Do you just say, hey, whatever? I mean, it's kind of one of those weird... I think at this point, they're, they're just kind of playing off of it. Like, this, it's kind of a fun talking point, and... Why? Sure. Why mess with it? You know? I mean, I, I don't care. No, no, I wouldn't care. Mentioned into more content as a result of this conversation. Yeah, right? I don't care where this wrapper is from. It is sure. phenomenal. Like this cigar is so incredibly good. I paid. Phenomenal. I mean, I mean, remember, like we're in Colorado, so we have ridiculous taxes. But I paid thirty-two dollars for this cigar. Wow. And it is worth every every penny. I I did not get this for free. I went and bought it tonight before the show. But it's worth every penny, and I've always said that. In fact, I've told the story many times that the 1964 Maduro Imperial was the first cigar that really got me hooked on on premium cigars, hand-rolled cigars, that particular cigar. And I think this particular one is a step up from that. Some people still like the 64. It's a great cigar as well. But this 26, um, guys, it is it is so good. I mean, I, I have to say it's... These two, yeah, the drink isn't an actual really amazing old fashioned that I could get at a at a really good bar or something. But it doesn't matter because this pairing is fantastic. the The spice from the cigar, the the ease of draw, the amount of flavor that I get. Randy, there's something that I like to do with really really good cigars, and I've I've told only a few people this thing over the years, and I'm gonna say it tonight. When you have a really really good cigar, to me, one of the the telltale signs of a really good cigar is like normally you take like a really big draw of a cigar, you know, like this. Like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like this. And he's oh. drawing off of it. Oh, did you right. see that? All right. So that's like a really big draw. Okay. But, but to. I love that Jordan and I were so ready for the dead <laughs> air. When, you, when you've got a really good cigar like this, you can take the tiniest draw of it. And it's Ooh. even, it has a different flavor. That's like, the interesting part. Is the different flavor from a small draw and a, and a yeah. large draw? Yeah, like just that little tiny draw that I took, and some of it actually went into my lungs. Like that, it is absolutely fantastic. And to me, that's the the telltale sign of when a cigar is just good to when a cigar is great. And I mean, folks, Padron, I don't I don't care where this wrapper's from. This this is freaking fantastic, and this pairing is. Fantastic. Sort of like a like a barrel proof, good barrel proof bourbon. You, right. You don't want to take a big sip. You that's take a great point. The smallest sip you possibly can, and let your saliva do the work. Let the yeah, let the let the flavor do its its job. Um, so yeah, I mean, right now, guys, I I'm fawning over this pairing. I would do this. I could do this every day for the rest of my life and be now, very happy. What I like about this drink pairing. Um, compared to the ones we've done the last couple weeks, is it's not uh, a, pr- a true pre-mix. It's it's an add-in, um, and so it's, it's, it's almost become like a, a more common thing, especially with old fashions. Um, bitter milk has done this, and they like to like a more like respected degree is you don't even think of their stuff as like 
uh, premix. You think of it as like almost an enhanced bitters. So like you're already adding mm. bitters to the drink, right? But if you could add bitters to the drink that would also um, make the viscosity a little more thick, mm. uh, that's kind of where we're what we're dealing with here. It's almost like a, a little bit different of a drink. Well, I'll, on your point, Jordan, and I'll let Randy uh, comment as well what he thinks about what I'm about to say too is you make a good point, Jordan, in, in that what I also like about this Barsmith uh, mix is it does give me the opportunity to pick the bourbon. And right. so... You know, you take the margarita mix that we did last week and the Mai Tai week that we did the week before that. Sure. They're, they're, they're picking whatever rum or whatever tequila that they've gotten, and it may or may not be that quality. Mm-hmm. I can put in, you know, old Forrester 100 into this and or even maybe something even better and elevate it even that much more. So it gives me some flexibility, Randy. I love that point, Eric. Again, like you said, you know, I I find Michter's bourbon to be, you know, I would consider that a, a top shelf, you know, uh, bourbon. And I was trying to deliver a really high end, old fashioned. And I've been able to do that with this mixer, um, so I, I totally agree. And and again, to 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 Jordan's point about it, just being a little bit of a different style of the same drink. I mean, this could be simply as different as going from one bar to another and going to a different bartender who prefers making theirs a little bit sweeter and making theirs a little bit more viscous. Like, there's nothing about this that, that tells me, it's like, oh, you could tell it's a mixer, right? right? It's it's just, again, a little bit sweeter, a little bit more more caramel, um, caramel-y, uh, if you will. And so uh, so it could be just the, the, the variation um, from one bartender to another, really, in this world of... Um, of craft cocktails, several things I do want to touch on real quick. Yeah. Um, shit, I said several and quick, so so obviously that's not going to work. Um, but but <laughs> but I do want to just run through a couple few things. Um, so that was one of them. I I, I think both uh, both the old fashions I have in front of me are legitimate. You could put this in front of anybody, call it an old fashioned, would agree that quality old fashioned. Um, uh, Moving on from there, I did want to touch one time on Padron. As people that watch the show know, I'm kind of a fanboy. Um, and you said something that I'm not quite sure where you fall on. And I want to have a follow-up question for you here, Eric. When you referred to color sorting, there's really two um, uh, primary kind of theories behind the, the 1926 and the, and the 1964, and really the whole Padron line as, as having – the San Andreas rather than Nicaraguan wrappers. You said color sorting, and I've read that, but um, is that to say, but you also said that the natural would be less um, processed. Do you believe that they run the San Andreas wrapper through the, the Maduro process, which anyone that's kind of read on the difference between a Maduro and a natural is higher uh, fermentation temperatures for longer time that drives you know more of the the transformation more of the fermentation drives a little bit sweeter character do you believe that the maduro process is used by padron or is it purely color sort now that's a great point and i should clarify i think you're you're 100 spot on there's more than just color sorting going on there's there's color sorting within the padron maduro cigars they're color sorted and then there's color sorted natural ones. The the Maduro ones have been eight that tobacco's been aged longer to be a Maduro. And then there's color sorting within the Maduros and there's color sorting within the naturals. My point when I said color sorting is it's the same wrapper essentially. It's just gone through a slightly different process. So uh, when I said that, that isn't a hundred percent accurate and you you helped me clarify well, that point. And I don't think they like take they don't. They're not like they're taking the same leaf and just saying, "Let's age this one longer." They know uh, this one's not done yet; it needs more. And it's mm. just a you know, a very, this one is mature at this point, and this one's mature at this point. And when they're done, they're done. This one turns out darker, color sorted. Right. Got it. And but uh, I mean, oh, ultim- ultimately, I think the main point is I, I think it's the same wrapper. Uh, the process is slightly different. Right. And then, then the, obviously, there's there's sorting within that. Like if you get a box sure. of naturals and you bought, if you bought three boxes of Pedro 1926 naturals, you would probably find a one box that's a little darker than another box. And if you bought, 
you know, same with Maduros. You could find ones that are a little bit lighter. Anytime the the in the manufacturing process of cigars, there is there is usually women that are sitting there, and they have a bunch of Padron Maduros in front of them, and they're sorting them by color just for the box uh, presentation purposes only. Like they they can tell that much. They they can see those differences, those slight differences, just enough. So that when you get a box of Padron Maduros, they're all almost exactly the right. same color of dark brown. When you get a box of naturals, they're almost the same color of this sort of uh, beautiful caramel, chocolatey yeah, yeah. or caramely kind of color. Mm-hmm. But uh, a, a 26 might be slightly darker than this if you got a, a secondary box. So, yeah, there's color sorting going on. But what I was really referring to is that I think it's like, you know... In a lot of other brands, we know, right, that a Maduro might be a completely different wrapper altogether. Right. Right. It might right. be a San Andreas Maduro wrapper. And Versus then a Corojo. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's why I said that in the first place is right. that's where I think Padron is slightly different than some of the other cigar brands that you get is because it really is the same wrapper. Mm-hmm. It's just um, processed like a little crop. bit different. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. That, and that holds water with, with all my experiences. Again, can't call myself a fanboy if I hadn't bought boxes of boxes of these things. <laughs> um, and they and you will see some variants, but but I got to hand it to them because you're you're right. They do do a dang good job. That while one box might be uh, a slight shade or three darker than another, within that box they're very uniform. Exactly. Uh, they do a very good job of delivering uniform boxes at the very least. Um, well, great. So, um, so moving from that, I do want to just tell this quick story and this is just, you know, me, me being me and wanting to have a minute, but, uh, I I can't say that it's my favorite story in cigar lore and not share the the story. Um, so in 1995, the world was introduced to Opus X. Um, the short and sweet version is for many, many years, it was believed that Dominican, uh, Dominican Republic as a, as a growing region was only, um, suitable for growing binder and filler tobacco. And it was believed for many, many years that wrapper tobacco just did not grow. High quality tobacco wrapper did not grow there. Uh, Arturo Fuente uh, Jr. Um, Carlito, uh, um, or I'm sorry, Carlito Fuente. Um, it was the, um, was it was the person that wanted to disprove this? He he loved Dominican Republic. He wanted to prove that they could grow good wrapper there. And so it was introduced Opus X, the first Dominican uh, rapper and Dominican Puro, really, um, but Dominican rapper um, cigar, right? And so uh, just three years later, uh, the Caribbean was ravaged by Hurricane uh, George. And uh, the Chateau de la Fuente crop of all the Rosado wrapper that they were growing specifically for Opus X was absolutely ravaged. Ravaged. And... Uh, and so what they did for the the release in 2000 that they didn't have that 1998 um, uh, wrapper, uh, Carlito went into their stores of of tobacco and found that they had a bunch of this cognac barrel aged um, uh, Connecticut broadleaf. And so what I'm smoking here tonight, the Arturo Fuente Extra Viejo Añejo, is the same bunch, it's the same filler and binder as the Opus X, but is wrapped in a Connecticut broadleaf, which is, you know, again, a pretty unusual thing to do. You know, the blends, you know, if you listen to any blender, how they talk about Maduro's, that it's blended to that flavor profile. Um, and so it, it's pretty interesting that um, even though at the time that Opus X came out, it was thought of as a, a full bodied and strong stronger cigar in today's um, you know range of cigars that are out there it's really more of a mild mild plus um, in, in the in the greater landscape today but it, but it's still kind of interesting that they would have wrapped that bunch in such a wildly different variant wrapper without making any other uh, blend changes and I for one think it comes out fabulous you, you still get this like nuanced spiciness. Um, along with this heavy, earthy, um, you know, black pepper characteristic that that Broadleaf is so well known for. So I think it's actually um, it's something that you can really taste both 
ends of the spectrum, in my opinion, that you really taste the influence of the broadleaf, but you still taste the essence of that bunch that's in there um, that we know so well for Opus X. Um, uh, so it's anyhow, that's, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I see Chad's <laughs> trying to disprove, prove my, my, my years. Um, it was 98 that, that the hurricane came through. The cigar was released in 2000. No, also, Chad was uh, saying, uh, uh, Bill Powers said, did, uh, did Randy invent the ugly, uh, the ugly sweater as well? <laughs> and then Chad said, no, I think that was in, yeah, but that was in 1999. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, fantastic. Uh, yes, you know, I can't remember exactly what year that was, but uh, but it's a pretty good guess, I got to say. Um, but anyhow, so uh, moving back to, to the pairing itself, um, I've already described kind of what I'm getting out, out of this cigar. It, it's it's booming with cabinet spices. It's, um, it is um, m- medium plus plus. It's, it's got some great, you know, body to it. This is a uh, seven-year-old cigar. Uh, this was released in 2013, according to the to the secondary band, and um, and it is tasting very very full flavored, um, very very uh, full bodied. It stands up with intensity wise to the old fashioned quite well. Um, I would have to say that I actually might prefer it with the Barsmith version. Again, that mm. that extra caramel sweetness is really working. Well, with uh, that, that that woody and earthiness that um, that the broadleaf is driving on on the flavor profile of the cigar, and so um, so oddly enough, well, if I had tried these side by side with no cigar involved, I probably would have voted that the scratch made old fashioned was better. But again, same as as you pointed out earlier, Eric, uh, that doesn't mean that it's going to be the best. Uh, pairing component right and so i actually think the barsmith uh mm. pairing is going better for me and it's a it's a enthusiastic thumbs up yeah i think i think you're right that i mean a, a well-made traditional old-fashioned is a better drink uh but you're probably going to want to find a more not 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 quite as dark of a cigar and and i'm going broadleaf as well and i think the broadleaf is perfect with this barsmith that's got like a thicker yeah. Uh, viscosity to it, more sweet kind of character to it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm smoking a dramatically different cigar than both of you guys. Um, but what I do love about this is, uh, Randy hit on it earlier is is finding the right intensity and the spar this Barsmith old fashioned has it's very intense. Like mm-hmm. it's a sweetness. There's mm-hmm. a deep dark citrusy sort of uh, note to it. It it can. In, if you drink too much of this, I've found in a single night it can give you heartburn because it's so mm-hmm. intense. Um, so you kind of gotta you kind of gotta be a little bit careful of how much of this you drink in a single night. Um, I found, and so this Padron stands up to it perfectly. Like it is, it's got a little bit of saltiness uh, that really helps kind of cut some of that sweetness. Uh, the salty and sweet is a note that I always look for. So for me, I'm also Jordan a enthusiastic uh thumbs up on this particular pairing i couldn't be more happy with it and i'm kind of wondering like what drink would be bad with this (laughs) padron i'm not exactly sure like i'd have to really think about that um maybe just coffee or something like that 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 the cigar might run over but oh man i mean this this cigar is really pulling out uh everything that i want to balance out this the intensity of this drink yeah, no, that's that's a lot of fun. You you know, it it kind of made me think. You know, when when we talked about what we we're going to smoke ahead of the show, and uh, when you told me you were going natural, I really wanted to go Maduro very specifically to give two different uh, looks to this because um, I, I've said this before. You know, it 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 just seems too easy to me to simply say bourbon goes well with cigars or old fashions go well with cigars because I, I gotta believe in my heart of hearts that one cigar is going to pair better than another. Well, they all might pair well. Mm. One's going to be a superior pairing. And so I really try and uh, try and figure out, like, like, is it a Maduro or is it a natural? At the end of this show, I'm still uh, uncertain. I like what Jordan said about the, the bourbon, you know, uh, or uh, um, I'm sorry, about the, uh, the sweetness with the broadleaf that it actually plays um, better than, than a little bit less sweet old fashioned. Um, 
So maybe maybe an old fa- a traditional old fashioned does go a little bit better with a natural wrapper, and, and maybe a little bit sweeter version goes uh, just a tad bit better with a, a Maduro wrapper. Um, we're we're definitely going to have to continue to revisit these pairings. <laughs> well, we we will when we <laughs> travel, me. right? Because when we yes. travel, we always make sure to get some some bars barsmith with our, uh, you know, to whip up some quickie old fashions whenever we're on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Randy, uh, yes. I know you gave this an enthusiastic th- thumbs up. Jordan, your your tasting is, uh, is a bit off, but yeah, you... Yeah, but I, I would, I mean, I, I can get the general vibe. All right, I'll, what do you think? I'll go thumbs up. I, this cigar is uh, pretty much broadleaf through and through, broadleaf yeah. wrapper, broadleaf binder, broadleaf filler, with a touch of the uh, Honduran Corojo uh, Asian bourbon barrels. Um, it's oaky, it's white pepper, yeah. and it's punchy earth. And that bourbon or the um, the old fashioned gives it this nice sweetness that it needs. It matches the intensity just right. Uh, I'm loving it. Thumbs up for me. Wow, I don't know if we've ever had uh, full across the board. Across the board, not just, in a while. Just uh, you know, not not just thumbs up, but like enthusiastic thumbs no. up. Which I think Randy sort of speaks to this drink a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. If you're not familiar. Um, from what we've found, everywhere we've traveled, we've been able to find it. So uh, pretty regularly dis- distributed. Uh, Barsmith, it gets a, 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 a five-star thumbs-up rating from the Dojo crew. Um, definitely uh, something you guys should uh, hunt down. If you didn't join along this evening, uh, you will not be disappointed. And if you are, you should email Jordan <laughs> personally. And I've, d- I've done uh, you know a pretty uh, substantial comparison where I've gotten – uh, four or five old-fashioned mixers, whether they're oh, yeah. pre-mix or Barsmith style. You know, there's tons of these things. Uh, Makers has one. Knob Creek has one. Um, the Barsmith destroys. Really? Destroys. Yeah. Interesting, I especially I given the, the, the name recognition of the other two you just uh, referenced there. Uh, wild that Makers, you know, d- doesn't. Uh, win that battle, Barsmith. I think. I think all the, the way for Jordan. I right? think the reason that Barsmith kills it is it's it is so intense. I think yeah. that's that thing that sets it apart is its intensity, strength of flavors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we often said, Randy, like you know, like people make these non-alcoholic uh, whiskeys. It's a super popular thing, right, non-alcoholic right. bourbons and that kind of a thing. And honestly, th- this 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 should be the roadmap, Jordan. This mm-hmm. Barsmith just mix because it's, if you were gonna try to g- have just like something that gave you the feel of bourbon, you could just do that by itself. Yeah, yeah like it, it is closer to what you'd want than right. some of the non-alcoholic bourbons that we've tried that have been just like tea. They don't get the texture right. They don't get the texture right. It's that mouth feel that the yeah. Barsmith does offer, and it brings it to this to this drink in spades. All right, Randy. Um, okay. What do we got coming up? Uh, we're going to be off next week. Yes. So, so let's uh, we get we got a, a this is a tricky segment here. Yeah. Um, let's before we get into uh, tomorrow night, which is uh, we're going to do a special smoke knives uh, Christmas mm-hmm. edition. Next week, you guys are going to be off uh, yep. for Christmas week. Um, I will be interviewing Jeff Borschwitz on this night, a week from tonight, uh, on a special smoke night live because Friday is um, New Year's Eve. So I'll have Jeff Borschwitz on tonight. R- Robbie and Randy can take the week off and uh, enjoy their families and such. Um, but then the week after that, do you guys know where you're going with the next Flavor Odyssey? And then we'll come back to tomorrow night's Smoke Night Live. Yes, I will be announcing the exact brand that we're going to be doing, but uh, but we will be um, finishing up the pre-mixed cocktail uh, segment with a gin and tonic. Another mm. one that uh, we, we've been challenged to that, uh, you know, a lot of people think that gin is a tough pairing for cigars. And so uh, we, we want to take it on head on uh, with a pre-mixed gin and tonic. So stay tuned on the Cigar Dojo Facebook as uh, as either myself or Robbie Raz will be doing a live. It'll be Robbie. <laughs> We'll be announcing exactly which brand we, we've chosen, uh, but I have purchased several different ones. Again, to, to Eric's point, we, we try and put together some good pairings here, and if, if gin's going to be a tough one, we're going to get one of the best uh, pre-mixed uh, gin and tonics out there and uh, and give it a go and see if we can make a good pairing out of it. And so that will be um, 
in January. That'll be what January fifth will be uh, that that following uh, Wednesday after the Jeff Borshowitz uh, interview next week. And thank you again um, on on public air here, Eric, for uh, for taking the load onto your own shoulders and giving <laughs> me and Rob the, the week off with our families as you uh, and I'm, that's going to be a great conversation obviously J- Jeff's got so much going on with the uh, the Florida Sun Grown project and uh, so many other things Ran- that, that Randy, involved in. Uh, Randy, on that topic, I was thinking mm-hmm. before the show we were talking in studio I can't think of another individual person that it has the same uh, sphere of influence as Jeff Borschwitz. He has Corona Cigars, one of the, you know, some of the greatest lounges in Florida. It's a great online retailer. Plus, he has a brand, essentially. He represents the Florida Sun Grown brand. But not only that, he has farms, like tobacco right. farms in Florida. I can't think of another person that uh, hits those same buttons. Uh, that he does, so that's going to be interesting. We've had him on the show before, yep. but I'm gonna I'm gonna really push him on some of his. Um, you know, he gets pretty feisty on Facebook politically, does. and I'm gonna he push does, him. Yeah. I'm gonna push him on some of that stuff next Wednesday. I'm not gonna let him off the hook on some of those things. So that should be an interesting show for sure. Um, but before we get into the winner of tonight's show, who paired mm. it best, I want to talk about tomorrow because tomorrow is the Christmas special. Uh, we're doing it tomorrow because obviously Friday night it's uh, Christmas Eve, so we're all going to be with our families. So we're going to do Smoke Night Live tomorrow instead. Uh, Coop doesn't have a show, so we're not running over Coop. We would never, ever want to run over anybody else's show. So Coop will be uh, off ne- off tomorrow, so we're going to do our show tomorrow instead. And guys, get this. We are giving away... I'm going to try to show this on the show, Randy. Uh, let, me see. let me see if I can show this humidor. Giving oh. away... Jordan, you, you guys can talk. Oh, I saw the post on this. This thing is, I mean, for for a brand so well known for their merchandising, for their for for their swag, if you will, that they continue to come up with stuff that is this freaking cool. Look Are at this. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You know what's cool about this, Randy? Um, I hope people can see this as good as. But what's really cool about this uh, desktop humidor? Is there's three levels instead Whoa, of two? Really? There's three levels of this huh. thing. This thing is so legit. Like I, I, I'm, I'm wondering why I'm giving it away. I was gonna ask. It was like, so that's obviously yours, and then Jack's gonna ship the actual winners. Uh, no, I, I'm giving this particular one away. This, I, oh. this is all me on this one. I just decided. Well, don't break it on the air. That's yeah, gonna be geez. bad. <laughs> Three levels and that's crazy. And get this, the third level at the bottom, it actually comes out too. Comes so out. you could yeah. you could put your humidifying device under the third level and not lose any space at all. There's another level that I can't even I'm not even gonna take out. Can you see that? You could store your unmentionables. You could under store there. underwear under there. Anyway, underwear. so we'll be all you have to do to enter <laughs> to win. <laughs> All you have to do. Where did that come from? To enter That's to what people refer to as unmentionables. Jordan. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that or not. All, all you have I was to, going with like a drug reference. All you have to do to enter to win this is just participate tomorrow night on Smoke Night Live. Uh, come hang out. Jack Heyer will be in studio. Jack what? is in town. He'll be in studio. So we're going to be having some fun on the Christmas special. And get this, Randy. We are going to have a Christmas movie tournament and to find oh. out. The ultimate Christmas movie. So the audience Ooh. participation. Like a bracket style? Yeah, it's going to be bracket style. And nice. we're going to go through and eventually we'll come up with, you know, hey, is it Die Hard? Is it It's a Wonderful Life? Is it uh, a Christmas story? What? What Elf. is Elf. The Ref. Uh, the, uh, Don't sleep on The Ref with, with Dennis Leary. That's, that's Christmas definitely movie. not going to be that's, it. I, I'm uh, not familiar with that one, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Christmas sweaters, get your ugly Christmas sweaters. Randy's already beat you to yeah. it, but you know, see what we can do. So that's tomorrow night. So don't don't sleep on that one because somebody's going to win an incredible Drew Estate Under Crown humidor uh, directly from yes me myself. I will get it to you, and um, that'll be a ton of fun. Randy, I gotta say, uh, it's been a uh, it's been a great year. The next time Flavor Odyssey comes on, it'll be twenty. 22. What do you think of uh, what do you think of Flavor Odyssey's 2021? We've done a lot of cool stuff, man. 
Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, this is the, the year that we really developed the segments uh, where, where we, 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 you know, charge hard at, at one topic for four whole episodes, really d- do a deep dive, uh, you know, as we are here with the uh, pre-mix. We've done mocktails. Um, you know, last last season we did the uh, the different origin rappers. And so, uh, no, I, I think I think we're evolving nicely. I think we continue to. Um, you know, have a lot of fun with, with this show. And, and, and as you said, you know, early on, we're, we're, we're here to help educate and, and, and create more appreciation and enjoyment for cigar smokers. And and uh, and, I, and I, I'm excited about 2022. I think we have a lot of fun ideas that will continue to evolve the show. And um, and this is a great year, man. I'm, I'm excited to be here. And thank you to everyone watching, listening yeah. uh, and, uh, and and viewing after the fact. We really appreciate you guys here. Um we, we, we do it for you. Uh, otherwise, we just jump on the whereby and, and just hang out uh, by ourselves with no cameras on uh, for, for the rest of the world. But uh, it's been a great year. I, I'd love to say happy holidays to everybody, a happy new year to everybody. Um, you know, my buddy Robbie would, would, would remind you to stay safe, stay healthy, and be kind to each other because it really doesn't cost you anything. There's no time of year. More important than right now to, to reiterate that I don't usually take his, uh, his line. But, uh, but given, the, given the time of the year... I thought it was appropriate. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. And we will see you in two weeks as the Odyssey continues.